examine yourselves to see whether you are in the faith. Test yourself. Do you not realize that Christ Jesus is in you? Unless, of course, you fail the test. This time I'd like to go to God in prayer. I'm going to ask Mark Wallace to lead us in a word of prayer. Amen. You may be seated. Do you not realize that Christ Jesus is in you unless, of course, you have failed the test? This morning we'd like to look a little while upon your checkup. How many of you this morning? You can raise your hand if you want to. Probably not many of you are going to raise your hand. But how many of you this morning love going to the doctor? Look at, well, we got a few, well, y'all youngins, y'all youngins, so y'all in great shape. Most of us this morning would say, no, preacher, that's not something that I just circle on my calendar and put hearts all around and uh, have big uh, balloons bursting and all those type of things to go to the doctor. It's one of those things that we just hope, you know, we wish that it would just go away. We don't have to go to the doctor anymore. Why is that? It's because you expect to go to the doctor and the doctor look at you and go, you look so good. There's not a thing wrong with you. Every, everything is great. Don't you worry about anything. I'll see you in a few years, right? I'll see you in a few years on down the line. Those things as far as going to the doctors, I'll be honest with you, is not one of my favorite things anymore. I didn't go for 40 years of my life, and then all of a sudden, uh, it was time to start going to the doctor. Why do, you, why do you sort of dread going to the doctor? Why do you not like going to the doctor? They're going to find out something, aren't they? And most of the time, you've already been to the doctor, and the doctor told you before, these are the things that you need to change to make you feel better. And to be honest, sometimes... Sometimes we listen to the doctor, and in other times, what? Woo! Went right over top of us, didn't it? Well, doctor, I think I know better than you. I'm okay eating that. I'm okay doing this. I'm okay doing those things. And it's easy when you go to the doctor. My doctor's down in Vanderbilt when I go in. They always look at me and go, how you doing? Well, I've learned. I've told Sheila, now you be quiet when we go in there, okay? (laughs) Because I've learned something. If I say, oh, I've got this, this is hurting me, or something else not feeling good, they're going to run a, I just love these words, a series of tests. We're going to get to the bottom of it to see exactly what's wrong. We're going to run some tests and do a checkup, and let's decide what it is. So I've learned something. If I go in there and go, oh, it's great. Everything's, everything's wonderful. Everything's good. They look at me and go, oh, well, good. And they make their little notations and we move right along. And then the doctor always says, well, let's get some blood work. Now, you can hide from what you've done, but you can't hide from your blood work. Amen? You, you just can't because it, it's there and you know what it's going to be. Even though you think to yourself, well, maybe it'll be better this time. Even though I didn't change what I did. I, maybe, maybe my blood work will be. You can't hide and you can't lie on your blood work. I can't even hide it from Sheila. 
Because Vanderbilt has an app and she gets it on her phone before I do. She already knows what my test results are. And there's some days I look at my test results and I go, well, they look good. And then there's other days I look and go, oh, my goodness, what did I do wrong? Same with us in our Christian walk, too. Amen? We know what our health looks like. We know what we should be doing. We know what we need to have in our life to make us and help us to be a better Christian, a better person, a better husband, a better wife, a better grandparents, a better parent to our kids. We, We know what we should be doing. But so often, instead of actually doing it, we think, well, maybe I could put on a good front. Maybe I can just behave or look at a certain way that causes other people to believe that I'm being the Christian that God wants me to be. And, and my test results are looking good. I'm doing what I think I should do, and I'm behaving in a way that I should be. But you see something? God doesn't have to work on getting blood work done. He already knows how you live in your life. Amen? He knows how you live every day. He knows what your test results look like. He knows where your faith is. He knows how you're living your life. In the scripture here that we read to you this morning, in 2 Corinthians, Paul was talking to the church at that time. And see, the church at that time believed they were doing everything that God wanted them to do. They were strong enough. They were listening to God and God was giving them everything that they could and they were giving everything to God and they was doing everything they believed to glorify and to justify the glory of God in their heart and in their life. Paul says that we all have to examine our own lives, don't we? We have to look at ourselves. We can't look at other people's test results and say, well, That's their result. I'll just take it. They'll just give that to me. You have to look at your own self every day. What does your test look like today as far as being a Christian? If you truly examine yourself, what would you see? What would your blood work look like? What has Christ told you that you need to do better at? What has Christ said to you in your life This is where you need to be stronger in listening to me and stronger in doing my will. What do you see there? What is so amazing about serving God is He loves us all, amen, even though we're all different and we all make our own individual mistakes, don't we? And we do things from time to time that are contrary to the will of God. And even though we do that, He still loves us, but He says, listen, You need to examine some things in your life. Some parts in your life need to change. Some things in your life you need to do better. Some things in your life needs to be examined and looked at so that, as the scripture says there, so you don't fail the test. To grow in your faith and your trust in God and to grow stronger in your life. Praise be to God today. I believe we have a healthy church today. Amen? But just because our church is healthy doesn't mean that all of us are healthy, right? All of us have to examine our own lives for our own tests, our own test results, and to see what Christ says to us. I believe after you're saved, there's some things that you have to do to pass those tests. 
I believe just being saved is just the beginning of the work, right? It's not the end. It's the beginning of you saying, Christ, I am going to work hard in my life to be better today than I was yesterday. And I'm going to be more of a Christian every day of my life. And I'm going to examine my life every day, dear Lord. And I'm going to do my very best not to fail the test, but I'm going to do my very best to give you the glory and honor that you deserve. And every day, I'm going to strive to be more like you. But how do we do that? It's easy to say those words, isn't it? It's easy to say, I'm going to do better. I promise that I'll give that up. You ever said that to the doctor before? I promise I'll do better on that, or I'll start exercising, or I'll start doing these things. I'll take all my medicine. I'll do whatever you tell me to do. It's easy to say those words, but you actually have to do it for it to have an effect, right? So as Christians, what do you see in your life as you examine yourself on your test results? First of all, I believe, I believe a new condition prevails within. I believe as being a Christian, get ready to say amen to this, okay? I believe when you become a Christian, you are changed from within. Amen? Your whole being is what? Changed. You should feel something different in your life. Those test results that used to be bad for all the things that you were doing, now you can say to yourself, though old has passed away, and now I have put on the newness of God. I'm allowing God to be my pilot. I'm allowing God to be the person that drives my life. Over in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, it says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old is gone. The new is where? It's here. The old is gone. Now, many of us today could stand and testify about the old days. Amen? And do you know something we all have in common here today? Even though some people you look at and go, no, that, that's, that's impossible. We've all sinned, haven't we? And we've all had a what? We've all had a past. There's some things I can look back over my life and I look at and I go, what in the world was I thinking? You ever did that before? Why did I say that? Why did I behave in that way? Why did I lose my cool? What caused me to be that person? And you look back in your past and you say, you know, thank God the old has passed and the new is here, right? My old mindset is gone. I have put away those things in my life that, that I shouldn't have been doing, the thoughts I had in my mind that I shouldn't have been thinking about. The actions in my life that I did, I have allowed those things to be in the past. And now I'm going to do better. On the day that you were saved, you turned over a new leaf in your life, didn't you? All of a sudden, you went from a person that had sin in their life, things that was contrary to God, that all of a sudden you became a child of what? A child of God. And it was not only that you were living your life now, but you had God living in with you, right? We're talking a whole lot about the Holy Spirit on Wednesday nights, which 
is such a wonderful part of that Holy Trinity that we talk a whole lot about in our lives. All of a sudden, when you turned your heart and life over to Christ, that Holy Spirit started working inside of you, didn't it? And I truly believe today that you should be a better Christian today than the day that you were saved. Right? You should look at things different. Things that used to tempt you and things that used to cause you to sin, now you look at those things and you are able to say, that is not me any longer. This is a new person. This is a new person that is serving Christ. And you should be a stronger Christian today than the day that you were saved. Because why? Now it's you're a son or daughter of God, aren't you? You're in that royal lineage. You're in that royal line. You have Christ's blood flowing through you. And you say to yourself, I'm going to stay away and walk away from those things that are contrary to the will of God. So today, on your test results, how does that look? If a doctor looked at your life today and said, let's examine how Christ has changed you. What changing has took place? Are you hanging on still to those old things in your life or are you allowing the new to be in your life? Next, as we strive forward in those test results in our life, a new conduct is practiced in your life. Over in Psalms 18.30 it says, As for God, His way is perfect. The Lord's word is flawless. He shields all who take refuge in him. Judge Mitchell Nance, which is always a, a good friend of mine, he was, he was the judge over in Metcalf and Monroe County, uh, Metcalf and Barron County for a number of years. And, and I always knew he was a great faithful man and believed in God and trusted in God. And even when he was in the courtroom, you could sort of feel that even though it wasn't supposed to be this way, but God was leading him a little. And then one day, somebody, two females, wanted to get married over in Barron County. And Judge Nance took a stand and wouldn't marry him. And he lost his judgeship within the next couple of months. And a lot of folks thought, what in the world was Judge Nance doing? Well, I tell you what, I knew he was a Christian. But let me tell you what, when he made that stand, I knew what? I knew for sure <laughs> that he had turned his heart and life to God and God was directing him. And one of Judge Nance's favorite sayings was this. And you need to have this in your life. Be careful who your playmates are. What does that say to you? Be careful who your playmates are. You ever heard anybody say you're guilty by association? You ever heard that before? You're guilty by association. Preacher, are you saying that for, my, for me to have a good test results, I had to walk away from all of my friends? No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying just be careful not to fall back into your old ways, right? Be careful who your playmates are. Look at yourself. Examine yourself. Something that is practiced 
every day. You see, I believe before you are a Christian, you are practicing sin every day, aren't you? But after you turn your heart and life over to Jesus Christ, now you are practicing and being a stronger Christian every day. And all of a sudden, you become a role model for others to look at and see what being a Christian is all about and how you live your life. How when things come into your life that are difficult, you don't give up, but you become stronger, don't you? You become more of a person that relies upon Christ, and you have that in your life. It would have been very easy for Judge Nance that day to say, okay, I know that if I don't do this, I'm, I'm going to lose my, I won't be a judge anymore. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and do that. But Judge Nance knew something. It was more important for him to please God than it was for him to please man. And as Christians, we need to realize that. What does that look like in your life? Every day as you're doing your very best to have those test results in your life, are you doing your very best to please God? Or are you doing your very best to please your old playmates? Hopefully today you could say, Preacher, I have changed. I've turned my heart and life over to Christ. Not only have I changed, I've changed the way I live my life. I've changed my conduct. I talk different. I act different. I walk different. I am doing my very best to be more like Christ every day. Next, a new person lives within. Who do you see? Over in Romans 8, 16, the Spirit Himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Praise be to God today. We serve an awesome God. Amen. We also serve the great what? Physician. Praise be to God today. We can say as that scripture says, the spirit himself is testified with our spirit that we are God's children. A new person lives within. My dad told me this a long time ago. Now don't go home and do this. But my dad always said, if you want to find out how strong of a person, how strong of a Christian someone is, have them to have a hammer in this hand, a nail here, their thumb here, and they rear back as hard as they can and they swing that hammer and they miss that nail and they hit that nail and you see what comes out of their mouth. Amen? Now, preacher, that's not fair. That's, that's not fair to say that. Well, I believe that God not God changes everything about you. He also changes your vocabulary, doesn't he? Words that just used to roll out of your mouth for no particular reason. I believe that God looks at you and he changes you and he cleanses you because now God lives within you, doesn't he? God is living in with you. You are now his children. You are now, you know, I, I've always tried my best with Heather and now with the grandkids. I, I, I try my very best to instill in them that this is how you need to live your life. You need to be closer to God. You need to be stronger to God. 
But it's still up to them to do it God's way and allow God into their life, isn't it? But you as a Christian today, when you turn your heart and life over to Christ, you could truly say, it's just not me living anymore. It's me and God, what? Living this life. It's me and God doing our best. What does that test result look like? Would he come back and say, you're doing a whole lot better. You're behaving better. Your actions are better. Your words are better. You're conducting yourself better. You're attending church better. You're striving forward better to be more like Christ every day because now He lives within you. Hopefully today you could say to yourself, I'm going to strive forward in the grace of God. I don't know what your test results look like. I don't know, you know, I guess it'd be okay if you all saw my test results. It took me forever to figure out what they meant. But let me tell you, one of the great things about test results is there's always medication to remedy something, aren't there? If you don't believe me, come over to the house. I can show you all kinds of medicines. Praise be to God that Sheila knows what they're for and when to give them to me. But those medicines can keep you straight, keep you going. I don't know what your test results are today as being a Christian. I know what mine are. But remember, we serve the great physician. The physician that knows what you need, doesn't he? He knows what needs to change in your life. He knows what, maybe not medicine, but behaviors and and actions and thoughts and words that need to change. And he tells you about what you can do. One of the things about medications is you, your doctor, does your doctor ever come to your house to make sure you take your medicines? Does he ever come to your house to give you your medicines? No. The doctor just tells you what to do and then it's up to what? You to do it. Same with Christ, isn't it? He tells you, this can help you live better. This can help you be stronger. This can help you be what I would love for you to be as far as your test results as being a Christian. But he's not going to force you to do it, is he? All he's going to do is give you what you need. Today, so glad to see all of you here. So glad that God blessed you one more time to be able to be at his house, right? But how does your life look? Is it healthy? Can you look at it and say, yes, preacher, I'm better than I was. Maybe I'm not physically any better, but I'm a whole lot better spiritually. And I'm feeling stronger in the grace of God. Well, today, you know your test results. God knows your test results. What needs to change? What needs to happen in your life For you to be stronger in his will and feel his power. Today we're going to share in a closing song here in a moment. You have a chance to pray and talk to God. And then we're going to do a very special time of having communion together. That's when you truly feel that, that grace and love of God in your heart and in your life. That's when you have the ability to take that medicine that Christ wants you to have to grow. So this morning as we stand and sing, we invite you to look at your life, 
Examine your life and see what Christ has in store for you. Let's all stand and sit. Let's sit. Let's go, Lord.